0: Welcome to Sailing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. What's the present preceding word of God? Man lives by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. We have to be in the present truth. We cannot be in, for example, Old Testament, under the law, we have to be under grace. But we go from faith to faith, from glory to glory, and we increase in the grace of God. Now, how does that happen? Well, it's through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. That present truth is always going higher and higher, dynamic, not static. Now, what is the preceding Word of God? What is the present truth in the Word of God? Well, it's the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass and signified it by his angel unto John. Now, that revelation of Jesus Christ is not only knowing who he is, that is, his person, singular, not three persons, but only one person, God, in the Godhead is only one, and the work of the ministry you cannot know him just in the person that he is the Father of glory. He is that spirit, but you have to know him in the work, the work of the ministry. That requires sealing. Those that are sealed that come to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, for the perfecting of the saints coming unto perfection, will be the ones for the work of the ministry. The work of the ministry is this gospel of the kingdom being preached into all the world for a witness unto all nations. Now, the thing is, what is the kingdom of God? What is that kingdom of heaven that's got to be preached? Well, it's not only Christ in you, the hope of glory. But it's the full measure, the stature, and the height, depth, length, and width of Christ. It's a fullness of Christ. It is God's last day calling, not in Pentecostal truth, but in tabernacles. That is the ministry voice of Jesus in that Feast of Trumpets, the alarm of war to be LeBron, that trumpet, in Zion, sounding alarm in God's holy mountain. That's what he's doing now the judgments will intensify and increase because the closer we come to the coming of our Lord, and as his going forth is prepared as the morning, he will come to us as the rain, the former and the latter rain. He's already came in the former rain. That was present truth back in the days of Pentecost, 2,000 years ago or two days ago, as on the Lord's calendar, or a day with the Lord's at a 1,000 years and a thousand years as one day. We're already past that. We're in the third day since the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, which has been two days. In Hosea 6, verse 1, he tells us about these judgments. That is, come and let us return to the Lord, the true God, the only one God, not a Trinity person God the true and living God, the revelation of God, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, of those that it's revealed to is plain as looking at it and cannot be missed. But those who the God of this world has blinded cannot see that there's only one person in the Godhead. Why? Because we have an adversary, the devil. <clears throat> that goes about seeking whom he may desire, and has brought in ecumenical councils and synods with a false doctrine over the centuries that it's been taught with propaganda over year after year, decade after decade, century after century. So now it's embedded within the church, as Paul stated it would. Peter stated it would. Jesus himself said it would. There shall arise among you false Christ that will show great signs and wonders that if it were possible, they would deceive the very elect. We go on with Paul. Paul warns of it, the day that we're living in, right now, currently, presently, in this day. He states there in Acts 20, 28, take heed to yourself. And over all the flock over the, which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood, Holy Ghost blood, spirit blood. And they say, well, the spirit doesn't have blood. Well, that's the reason you have no revelation because God took him on himself, a body of flesh and bone. In that day in flesh and blood, in the days of his flesh, God was manifest in that flesh. You're seeing Emmanuel, God with us. That's God's own body. And it's God's own blood that was shed for us and hereby perceived with the love of God because he laid down his life for us. Therefore, we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. 1 John 3, 16. Well, we see that the servant is God Almighty. Most people place the servant to be a second person of the Godhead, which is a blatant lie. But God is revealing the truth now more so than ever because we're closer to the coming of the Lord in the second advent. And his judgments have increased with intensity as well as intensity. And we're going to see it get farther and greater intensity and more frequently than ever before. The more the birth pains come upon the church to bring forth the true Jesus Christ in her, the hope of glory. So, therefore, we find that the revelation of Jesus is that he is that spirit. Not three spirits, not three persons in this one spirit, not three different personalities, but only one. An express image of a singular person is Jesus Christ. The Son of God is the Father revealed. The Son of God is that spirit now. you see it in Galatians 4 6. God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts. Why? But whereby we can cry, we cry, Abba, Father. Not Abba, Son. Abba, Father. He's a, he is that spirit. He's the Lord. Who is the Lord? The Lord is that spirit, Second Corinthians three seventeen. That's the revelation. That he is in Revelation 1, 8. The Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the ending. Which is, was, and is to come. Who is he? The Almighty, the Almighty God, the Omnipotent. He is the omniscient, all-knowing, omnipresent, everywhere, God Almighty. <clears throat> he's not limited to his own body. That was glorified. Then he made that mistake, thinking that he's just a glorified man standing at the right hand of God or seated at the right hand, thinking that it's a physical right-hand car but it uses the Greek word dexios. It means the elevated or exalted. That is Jesus Christ, that man glorified by the Father's own self, made a quickening spirit. That man is now the spirit of God. He is the intercessor. You see that in Romans 8, 23 through 26. No man knows I ought to pray. Why? Because the spirit itself maketh intercession according to the will of God. The Spirit does. The man Christ Jesus made intercession on the cross, but then, after his death, burial, and resurrection, he went back to the glory of the Father. John 17, 5. The Lord is that Spirit, 2 Corinthians 3, 17. And that's what's being revealed now. Come and let us return to the Lord, Hosea 6, 1. The true God, the true Lord Jehovah God Almighty. Not this false Trinity doctrine not this false uh, Trinitarian three spirits that John saw and warned us of in Revelation. Now, true, all of us generally were brought up in Babylon, not knowing the truth. But when we search the scriptures with all of our hearts, diligently, he revealed who he is. He does that to anyone. In the day that you search for me with all your heart, God says that's the day you'll find me going to be given you, seeking your find, not going to be open unto you. The Lord states that, that if we seek the Lord with all of our heart, we're going to see the true God in eternal life. Those are the ones that are pure in spirit. They're pure in heart. They shall see God, the true God. And Hosea warned us. In Hosea 6, 1, come and on, let's return to the Lord. The Lord, your God Almighty. We've departed from that. Paul stated it in Acts 20, 29. That blood of the Holy Ghost, the blood of God himself, that's what he said to take heed over all the flock over the which God has made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. God's own blood. That's Holy Ghost's own blood. But most people say, no, 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 God doesn't have blood. Oh, yes, he does. And that blood is holy. Righteous and everlasting. It's the blood of the covenant. That blood which the devil hates and comes against it any way he can. They say, well, it's just blood of a natural man, calling it unholy. And those will uh, uh, die a horrible death in the second death, Gehenna. Blessed and holy. See, that part in the first resurrection on such that second death hath no power. We must make sure that we are in that life blood of Jesus, that we're walking in the light as he's in the light. Then we have fellowship one with another, blood flow, the life-giving blood through the members of the body of Christ. And that blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. That blood speaks better things than that of Abel. That blood speaks the love of God. That love is revealed in the blood of in the name Jesus, it's the blood name of God. Notice in the book of Acts, when you do intend to bring this man's name, Jesus, when you preach his name, you do intend to bring his blood upon us. They understand what that name is. It's the blood of God Almighty. The devil can't stand the blood because by the shedding of blood, there's a remission of sins. And the blood is not applied, applied without water. That's the reason why. And long enough pierced that soldier, pierced Jesus' side, forthwith there came water and blood. Not blood only, but water and blood. This is he that came by water and blood. This is the Lord God Almighty, Jesus Christ. That's a true God and eternal life. And Paul stated there in the last day that some would depart from the faith, giving heed to these seducing spirits. Doctrines of devils have their conscience said with a hot heart, 1 Timothy 4.1. Acts 20:29 20, Paul goes on and says immediately after my departure grievous wolves shall come in come into the church within you among the church of the living god bringing in perverse things denying the only lord god jude stated it in his epistle the brother of jesus stated that these were ungodly men the men that were foreordained to condemnation ungodly men turning the grace of our Lord Jesus into lasciviousness. And to have denied the only Lord God. There's only one. There's not three persons. There's only one. Second Peter, in the second chapter, verse one tells us the same thing. He brought in these damnable heresies, denying the only Lord God, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. We think, well, we believe in Jesus with our heart, we confess him with our mouth, not realizing the heart has to be circumcised to believe with the heart, which is by baptism. The devil comes against baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, because of which where the blood's applied. He hates the blood. Then if we don't walk in the present truth, then we have no blood flow. And that is given to us in 1 John 1 7. If we walk in the light as He is in the light. Then we have, and only then do we have fellowship, one with another. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. The only way that the devil can annul that blood is to have a lies believed and propagated or this propaganda in the church of the living God. And that's where it said it would be. We find in Pergamos. That's where the seat of Satan is where Satan dwelleth. He states that that the man of sin, the son of perdition, opposes all that is God or that is worship. so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Notice that woman, Mr. Babylon, the great mother of hearts, abomination of the earth. The whole world says, I said a queen. I am no widow and I will see no sorrow, no birth pain. I'm not going to bring forth Jesus. I've already got it but she can't wear the blue. She can wear the purple. She can wear the scarlet. She can't wear the blue because she'll never confess that Jesus is the Father, according to Gen- John 10, 30. According to Jesus stating in John 8, 24, except you believe that I am he, the Father, you shall die in your sins. Most have never seen that. that Jesus stated himself that he's glorified by the Father's own self that is there in John 17, 5. But that glory that he had uh, with the Father before the foundation of the world, before he made himself of no reputation, that is in Philippians 2, 6. He is God, always has been God. We find that in that Philippians 2, 6 through 8, and the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah forty three ten. You are my witnesses, thus saith the Lord, the witnesses, true witnesses of God, the true witnesses of the Lord Jehovah God Almighty. You are my witnesses. Thus saith the Lord, and my servant, whom I have chosen. Somebody say, see there? He chose that servant. That has to be another person. That's what they think through the worldly natural mind. But that's not what God said. Let's read it. Isaiah forty-three ten. Get the revelation. Be pleasing unto God and give him the glory of the Father. Then he'll be pleased with you. God's doing it now. Read it again in Isaiah 43, 10, Philippians 2, 6 through 8, exactly the same. You are my witnesses, thus saith the Lord. That's the Lord Jehovah, God Almighty, the Father of glory, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know, have the full knowledge of it. Believe me, believe God, not these uh, uh, ecumenical councils and synods and these seminaries that literally turn into cemeteries, uh, killing the faith of those that are on fire with God and go there. And they say they're rightly dividing the word of truth and literally tear it to pieces, uh, denying the only Lord God, preaching these some kind of mysteries that can't be understood when God said that you may know and believe me and understand it, that I am he. The Lord is that servant. And he says, before me, there was no God formed, neither shall be after me. See, now that I'm now that I'm God thy Savior, I am the Lord thy Redeemer. I am the Holy One of Israel, Jesus stated. That's Isaiah 43, 15. John saw the Trinity. He saw what we'd be fighting there. That's coming against the truth in the last days. He stated it right there in Revelation 16, verse 13. He said, I saw it. I saw three unclean spirits like frogs, spirits of devils working miracles. Somebody said, How dare you? Oh, yes, they're coming in the name of Jesus. Jesus said they would. Many of these false Christs will come in my name and deceive many. It's within the church. Damnable heresy, seducing spirits with all power, signs, Miracles and lying wonders, 2 Thessalonians 2. Who are these? Well, John says, here they are. They're trinities. They're three spirits. And he said, I saw three unclean spirits like frogs. Spirits of devils in these last days working miracles. Coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. There's your trinity. You want a triune God? That's a false God. God is moving those that have an ear to hear into the true Jesus and eternal life, the only true God, the only salvation there is and none other than Jesus Christ. The express image of a single person, God manifests in the flesh, and there's not another. There's no blessed Trinity, never has been a blessed Trinity. Never been a holy Trinity, never has. It is a curse. Trinity, that is uh, according to the word of God. God is one. And Jesus is that one God. He states that the Holy One of Israel. When the devil saw Jesus, they said, we know thee who thou art. The devils know there's one God. Believe in one God and tremble. Well, if we believe in one God, we do well. Not one God with three persons. <laughs> uh, that's an oxymoron. If you believe in one God, you believe in one person of God. And how God made himself in the reputation to work salvation in and of himself alone, in his own person, in his own body of flesh and blood, glorifying it back to himself for God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. you have questions? Give us a call. Thousands of ministers that have been in Trinity for so long, some of them as many as 50 years have been preaching in the ministry. Are now coming into the blessed truth that Jesus is the only true God in eternal life, the blessed and only potentate who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto, nor see nor can see. The Lord is that spirit. He is that true God in eternal life. That man was made a quickening spirit. First Corinthians 15:45, the first man Adam, was made a living soul that last Adam was made that Jesus Christ, that man. Was made a quickening spirit, not a quickening man or a body, a quickening spirit. Now you may have many questions. If he's standing at the right hand of God, then where is Jesus? Well, look at our, look at Revelation three twenty one. He said, "Him that overcometh, I grant to sit with me in my throne." That's a place I prepared for you. Where did you go, Jesus? Even as I overcame, past him and him set, S-E-T, not S I T in a positional state of being, but S-E-T, forever settled, always has been, always will be, God. Even as I overcame and him set, going back to his former glory, that down with my father in his throne, not beside it, not around it, in it. Because he's God. He is the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent spirit. There's not another. His name is Jesus. That's the true God in eternal life. His name's not Yahweh, Jehovah. That's an attribute. And all the attributes of Jehovah. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of Peace. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals thee, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of Peace. Jehovah Tadishkinu, the Lord of Righteousness. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. Jehovah, uh, Jehovah Shammah. Uh, all the different titles of Jehovah. All of these, Je- uh, uh, Jehovah Jireh, uh, the, the Lord that provides, on and on and on. Those are attributes of God. That's not his name. The name is the attribute. The Lord God, his name is jealous. That's his attribute. He's jealous. With him is wisdom, prudence, understanding, power. There's only one God who created the heaven and the earth Isaiah 44, 24. He states that who spanned the heaven alone, and the earth by myself. That's God alone. No angels, no Father talking to the Son of the Holy Ghost, or it's one and the self-same Spirit. God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, that same Jesus whom you crucified, God hath made him both Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, and Christ, the Holy Ghost, Acts 2.36. He is that blessed and only potentate, 1 Timothy 6.15 and 16. We have to turn to the true God and eternal life. That is the revelation of Jesus Christ that will be revealed in the last days for all shall know him from the least to the greatest. There will not be a trinity on the face of this earth. All will know him from the least to the greatest. The knowledge of the glory of the Lord shall cover the earth as the waters cover the seas. God's doing it now. As he stated, he would. He's doing it with judgments. For when judgments are in the earth, men will learn righteousness. Righteousness is a true God and eternal life in his work. That he came from the father, came down, died, buried, rose again, went back to the glory of the father. Not a lesser glory. Who is he? He's Isaiah 9 and 6. He is that child that is born, the son that is given the government shall rest upon his shoulder. Who is he? His name is called Wonderful, God only, full of wonder. Counselor, the mighty God, not the mighty Son of God, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, not the everlasting Son, the Prince of Peace. When you have that revelation, you have the revelation of Christ. Christ is God, always has been, but he's also made himself a body of flesh and blood as Christ, the same Spirit. So who is this Christ? Who is a liar, but he the that Jesus is the Christ. Do you have to be born of God? to have this revelation. If you don't have the revelation, Jesus is the Christ. You're not born again. Somebody said, well, I've been born of the water and the spirit. I've been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And I have the Holy ghost. If you don't have that revelation, the word of God says, you're not born again. First John five 20, the son of God has come. That's the spirit and give us an understanding of him. That is true. And we are in him. That is true. Even in his son, this is the only true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. Now look at 1 John 2 22. If we don't abide in this doctrine of Christ, he hath not God. That's 2 John 9. 1 John 2 22. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist. He's bought something in lieu of Christ. He is Antichrist that hath denied both the Father and the Son. Why? because Christ is the Father. He is that eternal Spirit of God. He is the Father of the Word, the Holy Ghost. Christ is God, the Spirit. And Christ is the Son, one and the same Spirit, because the Son of God is the Father revealed in the days of His flesh and went back to His former glory. That is the Spirit. Now God has sent forth that Spirit of His Son into our hearts whereby we cry, Abba, Father one of the same, Galatians 4, 6. Let's give him the glory due to, to his name. And then we'll get into the work of the ministry, which goes into the work of judgment. That's what God's called us all for. Well, if this is born witness with your spirit, the Holy Ghost bearing witness with your spirit, then we'd love to hear from you. Email me, please, ceiling, at DennisPirit.org. I'd love to get with you and we work together in the ministry. We pray that God, our Lord Jesus Christ, The only true God in eternal life, that only one person of God, will perfect that which is lacking in each one of us in both spirit, soul, and body, that we all may be presented like the second coming of the Lord. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold, the real Jesus.